0: Okay, okay, Kyle. First and foremost, before we get into the show, happy one-month birthday to my son, Henry. I'm recording with him in my arms right now. Let's go. The Canucks, hey, they might even target him as a free agent in the summer of 2050. But for now, we're going to talk about some guys the Canucks could target right now in the summer of 2023. Let's get into it. It's Begsy, and it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. You're Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey hey, hey. welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer, part-time credential media member. For daily high Vancouver, and guess what? Also a full time dad. Hey, look at this. Recording with the baby in my arms. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Hey, before we get into this episode, I got to tell you, go download FanDuel. Okay, it's America's number one sports book. Make every moment more. Go to FanDuel.com/lockedon today to learn more. And before we dive into the show, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks because it's your team every day, baby. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts now kyle i started writing this morning before i uh, you know got into dad mode here and i was writing about free agents that connect to your target okay and i don't think i have no cap space i don't want to hear about it okay these for the most part are lower cost bargain bin options we're going to talk about that today uh but first and foremost kyle again you're not you're not a free agent you know happy you know about two years with your girl now okay there you go there you go how's things going how you doing buddy
1: Dude, man, the uh, the relationship's going well. Thanks for asking, man. A lot of love in the air. You know, I, I always say this, right? Uh, I I love her more than I love myself, right? That's that's romantic. <laughs> that's that's what that's what I always say, man. That's what I always say out there. Okay, lock, lock Canucks, your team every day. Kyle Bow, Trevor Bags, uh, the love, man. The love is in the air all the time during the episode, right? Trevor Bags and I, dude, best friends for life, and, and the people who comment slash watch the show uh, y'all pretty y'all pretty close uh to the to the top of that list as well okay comment corner at the end of the show uh, a lot of comments coming in yesterday and uh yeah man just uh just super blessed to be here and uh given the opportunity to talk canucks with again not only trevor bags but, but but with the people man people it, it's what mid-july and people still can't get enough of the vancouver canucks and trevor bags uh, still can't get enough of free agents man like yo what wh- wh- why we why are we doing this? Why are you putting this out there? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear about this list of players that, you know, you see the Canucks possibly still targeting, maybe on a one-year deal. Maybe if, like, you know, you can't impress me, we'll waive you uh, type of guys. I'm excited again for you to go down this list.
0: Yeah, you know, the possibilities are endless, Kyle, or, or maybe not endless. But, you know, according to Cap Friendly, there are about 161 free agents still in the market in terms of guys who had NHL contracts last year and are now UFAs. And, you know, there's been over like 250 contracts signed in free agency as well. So there's a lot of money being thrown around. And here's the thing, you know, I just don't think the Canucks are done adding pieces. I don't know if it's going to be during the summer right now or if it's going to be a PTO during camp. But I'm telling you right now, they are going to bring in someone else to this team. Um, But let's start off with the more expensive option because it's a surprise he's still out there in his pious suitor. Okay, Uh, we talked about him on our uh, budget options for the Canucks third line center um and, and really there's a lot to like about Pius suitor three nhl seasons near a half point a game killing some penalties okay and i'm um, this is my you know my theory on Pius Suter. i think this guy had an agent who was asking for too much you know teams didn't want to you know throw the bank at Pius suitor because at the end of the day he's just a support player Dude, everyone's now broke. he's kind of left what's that buddy I said,
1: everyone's broke everyone's just broke. everyone's
0: broke man you know,
1: like you know <laughs> How are you gonna expect uh, teams out there to to break the bank slash buy in on everything Pius Suter when you got a tip at Starbucks, man? You know what I'm saying? Things are different out here. Uh, what's gonna happen when they start asking for tips at Tim Horton's? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I, broke I agree, here. They're not gonna they're not gonna give term and money to Pius Suter. I think it would have already happened. And you know he's a good hockey player but I feel as if he's got to join all the other players who had to take short-term deals. It's
0: just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. And I think there was one, you know, glowing example today. And he was a guy I had on my list up until this morning. And it was Oscar Sundquist. It's Oscar Sundquist. He's going back to St. Louis on a one year league minimum deal. Now this guy, you know, he scored at a very similar rate to Pius Suter last season, you know, um, you no know, kind of pushing that half point a game mark. I know he got traded to the Minnesota wild. um, but you know he's a guy who does a lot of things really similarly to Pius Suter. A couple of years older at 29 years old, but he also helped St. Louis win a Stanley Cup as well. Uh, and again, I drafted this guy, so I was like, you know, this he might kind of make sense for the Canucks here. But I was surprised to see him sign for just one year to league minimum. And I'm starting to think, you know, is Pius Suter going to be, you know, uh, again, he was coming off a salary that was, you know, paying him about three million a season. People were thinking maybe he would get like two and a half to three million again. I'm starting to think he's maybe like Teddy Bluger territory, like maybe that $1.92 million mark. And you know, if that's the case, and the Canucks end up clearing some of cap space, it would be an interesting flyer for this team because I'm telling you right now, like, I like the Teddy Bluger signing, and we're going to dive into it here on another episode, a bit of a deep dive on Teddy Bluger. I know you dropped the facts a couple episodes ago. Go check that episode out as well. But at the end of the day, it's like, are the Canucks, even, are the Canucks a playoff team with Pedersen, Miller, Bluger, and Anil Zaman down the middle? Ooh, a great question, man. So You're saying like they need a bit more. I still need a bit more depth there.
1: So you're saying there's a there's a chance that Alvin is like, you know what? I know Niels Amon. We brought him in. He impressed. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's let's be a, a loyal organization and continue to give this guy an opportunity. Uh, but now you're saying, you know, bring in Pius Suter and make it really hard for Neil Amon. If not, you know, make it impossible for this guy to make the team. And yeah, seriously, you know, we like you mentioned this yesterday. You know, Teddy Bluger, Teddy Bluger, yes, Teddy Bluger. Is he the future third line center for the Vancouver Canucks? Yeah, for next season, there's a good chance of that. But long term, is he the future fourth line center for the Vancouver Canucks? Right? The long term plan, and if they bring in someone like Suter, maybe, uh, again, that's a little easier for the next couple of seasons because the only guy the Canucks have in their system that could fill up that spot is maybe Atu Ratu in a couple of years, but there's nobody else, you know, chomping at the bit to become the third line center for this version of the Vancouver Canucks, you know, Patterson, Miller, and question mark. Yeah I,
0: so, yeah, I mean, ideally, you want your young guys to develop, right? I mean, in a perfect world, in 2024-25, you have Atu Ratu as your third line center and Nils Amon as your fourth line center. And both, those, both of those guys have earned those roles. That's the best case scenario for the Canucks. I mean, if it ends up being Pius Suter and Teddy Bluger, or something like that, right? A couple of free agents who are pushing 30. I mean, the Canucks are not in a good spot. Mm. Um, and that's no offense to Teddy Bluger and Empire uh, Suda there, but you just want to, you know, develop your young guys, right? And Atsu Ratu by, you know, next season will be 22. Nils will be 24. I mean, you know, if you could have those guys making a difference in, in your bottom six as centermen, that would be a huge win for this team. But uh, it waits to be seen, which is, again, why we're talking about this. You no know, remaining free agents. Like, what kind of bargain bin shots are the Canucks going to take here? And, uh, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I'll can maybe... I say
1: something. Can I say something? Yeah, go for it, yeah. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. Okay. Sorry to cut you off again, the locked on Canucks, Trevor Banks, Kyle Bowen, Henry, making a, an appearance on the show as well. Begsy doing whatever it takes to make sure the people here on, uh, locked on Canucks and around the world, cause Australia is listening, uh, that, you know, that they get an episode again of this show, locked on Canucks. Anywho, where was I? Oh yeah. Do you think, do you think, okay, let's say it's August. Well, like the last week of August, there's no, there's no extension for Elias Patterson right there's no extension for him yet do you think it's it's then when the canucks are like you know what <laughs> we better win in october and november uh, let's get some more competition uh, let's find a better third line center i feel as if that's the only time i really see the vancouver canucks do more, doing more shopping this off season. like if they get desperate and a little anxious about not having a deal deal done with patterson and having to again impress him early on next season
0: I, I just don't feel like that's the case, to be honest with you, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about, you know, Pius Suter and, you know, Mr. True. 420, Derek Grant. You know, we're not talking about difference makers here. We're talking about bargain bin. Bought. Like, is Derek Grant and Pius Suter going to convince Pedersen, like, oh, now now I'm going to sign long-term. You know what I mean? Like, I just think the Canucks, like, the cards are on the table. Like, if they're going to make a move to, you know, appease Pedersen, which, you know, as much as that matters, you got to have a long-term vision. You can't just be doing things for one year just to show Pedersen like, Oh no, no, you can, you can though, you
1: can, if there's no contract, if there's no contract, you can, because the Canucks are not winning the Stanley cup next season, the Stanley cup next season for them. If you know, again, you're walking into the season with no contract for Pedersen is extending Pedersen. He's like the guy who can uh, crack open the window. He still is that guy. Yeah. Yeah. For real. We just saw last, last season, man. Like, you know, I was hearing Thomas Drance talk about this and some other other people like, you know, even if Pedersen doesn't improve on what he did last season, it's good enough. This guy's still like 95 overall. We're talking about one of the best offensive players in the league, and he proved it last year. And he got some votes for it as well. He was one of the best defensive forwards too. Like he, he did it. You know, he's. I know he's got to do it again, but I'm just saying, if that's the version of Pedersen and that's his peak, and he continues to do that for the next couple of years, yeah, you're damn right. This guy's the guy that, to crack open the window. And, uh, yeah, you know, the more and more I think about this and you brought this up a couple weeks ago and you put it out in the air and now I'm feeling way more pessimistic. Yeah. There's a chance that Pedersen walks. There's a chance.
0: Yeah, there's, there's certainly a chance. I mean, um, but again, I, you know, maybe this is my, uh, my Jim Benning trauma coming back, but you know, making like a move just to appease Pedersen, you know, it doesn't make, it's got it's gotta make more sense than that. You know what I mean? Like it just reeks of short-term desperation and, Again, you know, whether they, you know, make a move in free agency here with a bargain bin guy or not is, I don't think it's going to move the needle with Pedersen. It's going to have to come from a bigger trade, right? And again, who are we talking about trading, you know, like Garland's, Beauvilliers, guys, you're maybe selling for pennies on the dollar, unless it's something bigger than that, right? Um, JT Miller, again, is not going anywhere now. So, you know, are you going to trade Hoaglander? You want to pee these friends? You're going to trade Brock Besser, who was tight with P. Like, what, like, I'm just not sure what the move is at this point to appease Pedersen because it's not coming free agency. I don't see an obvious one coming in trades. I think it's just pretty much got to come from within at this point.
1: Oh, of course, man! From within, uh, from Tockett's uh, teachings and his shifting of the culture, and having these players bought in uh, next season. Yeah, of course, there's going to be pressure on the Canucks and the organization and the staff and the management group to again have this vision, be able to execute and put on for the fans. But uh, again, I feel as if the most pressure is actually going to be on the players. Like this, yeah, hundred uh, percent. This version of the Vancouver Canucks, again, the accountability is going to be on the players. The, it's time, man. Even though I talk so glowingly about Pedersen, it's, it's it's really time to get some dubs here to really prove a point. Uh, how do we get here? Okay, we're talking about more free agents, and we, I get anxious and traumatized. Now you got me talking about Pedersen leaving and how <laughs> that is our version of the Stanley Cup, and that's why we got to sign Derek Grant.
0: Unbelievable. Ooh, you need you need to you need to relax, man. You need some uh, you know some yeah some you know extracurricular activities to help you relax after the recording yeah, here, buddy. But you know again, I say a free signing a free agent right now isn't going to make a difference. But you know there are st- still some intriguing options out there. So let's rip through my list quick after the breaks. We really just touched on Pius Suter and Mr. 420 Abbotsford's own Derek Grant. I'll rip through some more names on the other side. But first, I got to shout out bird dogs, okay, Kyle? You and I are looking older, grumpier, crustier. And you know, one reason, I'm especially getting crusty, okay? I'm about to turn 30. But one Eight. reason why I stay young because I'm wearing bird dogs, okay? With these sexy shorts, you know, they make me look young again, okay? You know, my wife, she looks at me and she's going, ow, ow. Ooh. Ooh. No, and she wasn't doing that before I put on these bird dog shorts. Let me tell you, okay? Ooh. You know, bird dogs, they got this stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts, they do the same exact thing as Lululemon's, but they fit way better. And guess what? you like to go commando, then you're going to love bird dogs because they got built-in stretchy underwear, baby. That's right. Okay, make sure you go to birddogs.com Ooh. slash locked on NHL. Or enter promo code locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumblr with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or promo code locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumblr. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you.
1: No, I promise you, seriously, you won't. You don't even need the bulge and she'll be impressed. <laughs> By the way, before we get back to the show, I gotta remind you again that every episode of Locked On Canucks will be available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcatcher at 420 p.m for no reason at all. Again, every episode of Locked on Canucks at 4.20 p.m. for no reason at all. Let's get back to the show. Okay, okay, we back. Locked on Canucks, your team, every day, Trevor Bags, Kyle Bowen, mid-July, don't matter. We talking about the Vancouver Canucks. Trevor Bags doing everything possible to make sure He's having this conversation with you. Uh, Leave a round of applause in the comments below. Okay. Can you do that? It is 2023. Uh, Yeah. Yo, speaking of that, it is 2023. And before we get to talking more about this list of players that the Canucks could bring in to impress Patterson, I mean, to, you know, be a better hockey team right away, can can we talk about the NBA and the midseason tournament and this question that I have in my head? Like, do you think, can you see that down the road for the NHL. Now the NBA is essentially making sure more regular season games matter. I think that's the premise about all this, you know, for real, like making sure more viewers are watching again, these regular season games that matter because now there are there are a lot of regular season games that do equate for not only regular NBA standings, but for the NBA Cup standing standings, I'm sorry, and the NBA Cup again is that mid season tournament. Uh, Do you see uh, the NHL ever doing something like this as well? A mid-season tournament sometime in December, hand off another cup. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's a great question, and it, it makes me think of the World Cup of hockey and just how how starved we've been on best of uh, best on best hockey. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm curious your thoughts on it. I guess I don't. But have it wouldn't a, be
1: best on best. It would just be these yeah. teams like still doing it. Like these teams, normal. Everything's normal. There's no international rules here. It's just another. It's like the smaller version of the Stanley Cup, I guess. I don't
0: know. Yeah. And you see this in MLS, too, with kind of like, um, you know, the Cascade, Cascadia Cup and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's possible. I, I don't I don't necessarily love the idea. I think the focus should be two things I'm thinking of, you know, like a, a best on best tournament at some point or like, you know, right now with the NBA Summer League, like doing something like that in the NHL. I think that would be a cool idea because you kind of already have like prospect tournaments going on like a little bubbles but it'd be cool to get like all the team's best prospects in like one big tournament, kind of similar to the way the NBA does. Okay. Like, those are two things. Those are two ideas that I like more than the NHL kind of copying and doing a midseason tournament.
1: Yeah. midseason tournament. It seems like a bit too much for the NHL. And I don't know. Do you, do you need to make, I, I know the easy question, the easy answer to this is like, yeah, do you want to, do you want to put more emphasis on, the importance of these regular season games. Yo, we've seen hockey. It's intense when the games matter. We've seen the playoffs do you really want these players to do that at times too? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like playing playoff hockey and more of it throughout the regular season, it just causes, in my opinion, way more recklessness and more injuries. And I think a big reason why the NBA is also doing this, uh, a far less physical sport is because, you know, there's a lot of players in that league who take days off. And this yeah. is an incentive not to miss regular season games, you know, early on in the season. anyways, not an NBA show, not an NBA Cup midseason tournament show. Come on, get that stuff out of here. It's a hockey show, and Trevor Bags has a couple more hockey players on this list that could be on the Canucks' radar if they choose to, you know, open up the wallet some more this offseason. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm interested.
0: Okay, man. Uh, so I, I, I mentioned too, right, Pius Suter and Derek Grant. You know, shout out to Derek Grant, born April 20th. Mr. 420, the pride of Abbotsford, the pride of BC. Get Derek Grant on the team next year anyways. Uh, the rest of the list, I have Max Max Comtois, the Anaheim Ducks. You no, know, every day is no, mm-hmm. but I mentioned him as the next Sam Bennett, potentially. You know, based on his profile, based on his you know physical edge, he's still out there. Uh, Caleb Jones, a defenseman, the brother of Seth Jones, played too high in the lineup last year for Chicago, but I like what he could potentially bring in a third pairing role. And hey, the Canucks do have a uh, you know pretty open competition on the bottom pair, especially uh, at left shot D. Uh, this guy might retire, but if he doesn't, Nolan Patrick would be a really intriguing flyer as a bottom six center for the Vancouver Canucks. Again, if he's healthy enough to play and doesn't retire, um, and of course, you know, I shout out Derek Grant. Get him on the Canucks. Get the Suri, Jujar Kyra on the Canucks. He is still a free agent as well. A good penalty killer for Chicago last year. You're probably Um, saying that wrong. Jujar Kyra.
1: Jujar Jujar. Jujar. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it too. I don't know how to say it. Dude, again, you know, not 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 saying that Jujar is a, a Hindu, but you know, I, I grew up in a Hindustani household and never learned any of it. So anyways, how do you say the name? Jujar Kar-, Kar Kar, Karia
0: Kara. How do you say it? I think I think it's Juj- I thought it was Jujar Kaira. Kyra.
1: There you go. Shout yeah. out to Suri, man. We, gotta, we gotta, go. gotta give it out to Suri, okay? Uh, the future lives there. I wouldn't uh, mind seeing that. A PTO. There we go.
0: Okay, there we go. There we go. Jujar and Derek Grant get the pride of Abbas with the pride of Suri on the team. I like okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, a few more names rip through here. Cal Foot, obviously the son of Adam Foot, a Vancouver Canucks coach. I, I'll ask you this, Cal: If you were, you know, a prof- professional or semi-pro hockey player, would you want your dad behind the bench coaching you?
1: Why not, man? My dad's my homie, dude. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Dude, when you get older in life, you know, really try to be friends with your your parents. You know, if you're fortunate enough, you know, switch yeah, up the I- relationship. Switch it I up.
0: I feel like you know the dynamic there is a little weird, right? Like Adam Foot, like almost like a Hall of Fame level defenseman, like so good, oh. and Cal Foot has been a bit of a disappointment after being drafted 14th overall. Oh. Now all of a sudden he's like bounced around, you know, you know, obviously got traded from Tampa to Nashville, didn't get qualified, still sitting out there as a free agent, almost two weeks into the summer. And if the Canucks take a flyer and it fails, like how does that work out with the, his relationship with his dad? You know what I mean? Like mixing family and professionalism sometimes. Oh, can be a bit dicey. man,
1: dude, you went dark there, man. You went dark there, right? Like, you know, it's, it's October and it's like the last cuts and Adam foot has to cut his own son. And next thing you know, they're just never talking again. Do the Canucks want to be responsible for that? I don't think so, man. We don't need that bad voodoo. You know, on yesterday's episode, uh, we'll, we'll touch more on this on common corner. But we talked about, Tanner Pearson possibly being waived just to, you know, make sure this cat, this team is cap compliance or mm-hmm. cap compliant. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's dude. I've been hanging out with you way too much, man. For real. That even made your, your son cry. You know, that was a dark thing to <laughs> say. Uh...
0: <laughs> oh, man, yeah. and, oh man. Anything to say about that, Henry? Oh, you yeah, know, he's good. Okay. He's good. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, I bring up that question cause I think Cal foot is an intriguing option, like a six, 215 pound, you know relatively mobile defender but definitely big and physical but he just hasn't quite figured it out at the nhl level yet yeah interesting to see if his you know his dad could help him out you know more than he already has um but it'd be a competition on the right side right you probably have again i have right now hughes and susie cole and heronic and then you know whatever left shot d and myers so you know theoretically foot is a right shot d would have to beat out myers or shift to the left side and you know you just have like a big massive Potentially uh, problematic third pairing, but yeah. You know, let's see,
1: dude. I like the list, man. I like the list, man. Dude, these are some intriguing names, and that's all. Uh, again, uh, the the world is in a, re- in a really interesting place. Every industry out there, even your favorite professional sports leagues, like the money's just different. Mm-hmm. The money's just different, and everyone is cheap. And yeah, man. Like uh, again, I'm gonna ask you the question, man. It's a, it's a midsummer day. Are you tipping at
0: Starbucks? No, man. I'm not tipping at Starbucks. Are you kidding oh, me? 35 bucks. Oh man. Oh man. Maybe at like a local coffee shop, like a mom and pop shop. I'm not tipping at Starbucks. Are you kidding me, man? Not a chance. Unless I oh. get absolutely blown away or you know, someone charms me off. But yeah, no, okay. man, I'm, I'm definitely not I'm definitely not tipping at Starbucks. Most of the world doesn't tip, Cobb. I'm just gonna remind you that I know where. <laughs> We're nice Canadians here, but I'm not tipping at Starbucks.
1: Okay, but let's okay, so let's say you do tip at Starbucks and <clears throat> they don't even say thank you.
0: No, it's just on a machine. They don't even know if you tip or not until it's like your coffee's made. I mean, come on, where's the I'm incentive? just
1: saying, no, they know pretty much right away. I know it it's just one of those things. It's it's like, what does the Starbucks barista have to do for me to be like, yeah, here's 20% in a recession? Answer that yeah. below. I'm just curious, man. Okay, you know what, at the end of the day, end of the day, I'm gonna be a very We're going to be a very, uh, very, very uh, successful duo here. okay? whether it's through this or other mediums and and we'll be financially free and we're going to share the wealth. okay? we got to look out for our neighbors at the end of the day. That's what life's all about. we got to get to a point where we're looking out, uh, looking out for our neighbors and we're not really having conversations like this. But in this moment, it's a weird time. (laughs) It's a a different time. okay? you're your your team every day. Locked on Canucks. okay? Monday to Friday. And uh, I know the schedule is kind of changing next week. We'll get to that later on in the week. But again, we appreciate the listen. Uh, Love us or not, we are all locked on Canucks. We are all Canucks. I meant to say that. Locked on Canucks, your team every day. Let's get to uh, Common Corner on the other side. Shout out to love. Shout out to family. Shout out to life,
0: baby. Oh, and guess what? Guess what? what? We got a shout out FanDuel. Oh, no hey. way. Shout out to FanDuel. Okay, I didn't Definitely know that. Now. We got two ads today. Let's go, baby. Okay, okay, okay. So take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel. And get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line, to the over-under, to who you think it's going to hit the first home run. I got to tell you, Bo Bichette hit a home run, okay? Took his mom as his date to the All-Star game, you know? Shout out to Bo Bichette, okay? That's a a pro move right there. And hey, guess what? You know, if you want to bet on Bo Bichette, you can do so on FanDuel, okay? All on that app, that FanDuel app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Okay. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. Yes. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon to get up to two hundred dollars in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball.
1: Okay, before I get back to the show, I gotta remind you that I have a Canucks blog. It's called Extra Extra, featuring Kyle Bowen and friends. If you want to learn more about it, hit the link in the bio below. It's it's just some reading and some writing done by me and again you and maybe Trevor. So hit the link in the bio after the show speaking of which let's get back to the show okay okay we back all three of us here on locked on canucks your team every day fan first program Z is proving that we're here for you okay nothing can get to us okay bad wi-fi children uh just anything you know our jobs our jobs—it don't matter, yo. We talking—we talking Canucks with the uh, the best fans in the world. The Vancouver Canucks fans. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Based on, you know, everything that we've gone through, and like we're, we're burning cities down too. I know that's not something to you know uh, celebrate, but I'm just saying this is a one of a kind fan base. Okay, that's all I gotta say. All I gotta say. Anyways, your team every day. Let's get to to my favorite part of the show, and Bexy's favorite as well. Now he's warming up. People, comic corner.
0: It's time for comment corner.
1: Okay, first comment goes to two points, okay? Two points. And he had some constructive criticism for the show. Now, he starts things off with, hey, guys, I love the show. But here's a bit of constructive criticism, okay? When you put a comment on on the screen or tweet up on the screen, leave it up there long enough for the viewers to read it. A few times, uh, you guys just kept blinking the comment and not letting us read it. I'm sorry. Sometimes, you know what I do? I think about... uh, Well, first of all, I paraphrase a lot of the comments. I'm not going to lie. I'm not reading all of it. I'm just, you know, paraphrasing in my mind and giving it to the people. And then there's that other time where I feel as if we're on radio and nobody's watching us and I'm just talking to the podcast listeners. Right? I'm a a watch later, listen now type of guy. But we're going to do that. We're going to do that. He also said, Kyle, it's uh, nice to see you shrug off the guy who said... He didn't like you, okay? So, you know, Jay. Jay's, a, Jay, Jay's a big time fan of the program. My best friend. I'm, I'm gonna shrug him off, but I always say it. Love us or hate us. We are all Canucks. It's all good, baby. It's all good, man. We're not here to be loved. We're here to talk about the Vancouver Canucks, okay? Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bound. Next comment. It goes to Canucks for life, okay? The best version of pods is he plays more reckless. He makes big hits and he gets closer to 35 to 45 points now we did it. We had to do it. And yesterday we talked about Pod Colson. Okay. We Woo! talked about Pod Colson and we had to do it because I think he's one of the most imp- important players on the roster. Very polarizing. And apparently he's in the best shape of his life. He's going to have no problem carrying around his baby until the baby's what? 14 years old. 14 years old. He's ready for whatever happens. Okay. Strong man, Pod Colson. Big daddy energy. Coming to the team next season. Canucks for life. He thinks the best version of Potts is, you know, getting 30 to 35 to 45 points, playing more reckless. Uh, what do you think is the best version of Potts Colson next season? Next season, not his full potential, but next season.
0: Yeah, honestly, if he can if he can hit like 15 goals, 30 points, and have a positive difference um, at uh, even strength in terms of like expected goals, of course, you like, just drive possession a bit. Um, and then that would, that would be a good season for him on top of that. I'd love to see him become a penalty killer too.
1: How many points did he say? Did he say 15 to 20 points?
0: I said 15 goals and 30 points. Okay. Sorry if I, I messed with someone else, but so I've 15 good. goals and 30 points. <laughs>
1: it's all good. Okay. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. And there's a better chance of him getting to those numbers. if He's playing with Miller, who again, begs, he thinks there's a good chance that that does happen at least in preseason, at least in training camp.
0: Yeah, there we go. I wouldn't say a good chance, but I'd like to see it happen.
1: There you go. There you go. Next comment uh comes from Harpoon Wave. He says, You guys should do a show about the best Canuck scrapper of all time, Rick Rippin. They could use some sandpaper. Uh Rick Rippin, rest in peace. I remember uh driving home from Calgary when I got the news that uh yeah, the tragic news, uh rest in peace, man, rest in peace to Rick Ripon. Yeah. And, and just true a truly entertaining player.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. You know, one of my favorite Canucks of all time, you know, obviously before uh, before his tragic passing. And, you know, for a long time, you know, my Twitter handle, even my, my main email I still use had the number 37 on it. Just because I want to remind myself of Rick Rippon. Um, Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, my my Gmail account that I use yeah. is basically a version of my name with the 37 on it. Yeah, thanks for leaving. I made it around the making. time that Rick Rippon passed.
1: Wow, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Okay, yeah, la- last comment. Last comment uh, comes from RC vm some type of i don't know what type of names these guys are coming up with okay the future is something else these kids these days okay he says uh this guy said he ran into pot coals in last year right before he got sent down at the dry cleaners downtown and his body language said it all he looked like a confident he looked he looked like he had some confidence Uh, what Uh, i don't know i'm I'm i think he's saying
0: i think he's saying he looks like he lost his confidence right he had his hoodie on he had his eyes down he wasn't making eye contact I mean I think that's easy to assume that just because of how he played last season but also you play in a pretty in a hockey hotbed in Vancouver maybe it doesn't want to be recognized oh maybe it's a shy guy uh, maybe but, and I don't
1: know why I couldn't read did, that. okay here's read that you know why I couldn't read that because yesterday when I saw the comment I don't know I, I don't know why I didn't read it properly I thought he he said something completely different like he looked confident mm. But now i, I'm I think out. that's
0: what he i think that's actually you know if we we, we we don't have to leave it up now uh even though the first commenter said leave it up um he looked like his confidence was there i think he meant to say his confidence wasn't there
1: yeah there you go that's why yeah. i was confused hey begsy yeah. thanks for cl- clearing that up okay thanks for clearing that up and thanks for all the comments uh, i'm still learning how to read i just started reading uh five years ago and uh, <laughs> even though, even though that's the what's well, the truth? It's the truth, yo. They, you started one, to
0: re- you learned to read five years ago. How did you pass you high that's, school? Okay.
1: No, like I knew how to read. I'm saying like I didn't really read a lot, you know. Okay, and, all, uh, right. all right, There was this girl that I was seeing, and she, she took me to chapters. That was one of our first dates, and she changed my life forever. That being said. It's not about her, man. It's about the lady that I have in my life right now, man.
0: Uh, I, was, I, I was gonna shout her out, hey, and then I realized, hey. no, I can't do that.
1: Don't no, shout her out, man. She don't deserve <laughs> any of that. Only one girl gets a shout out on the program, okay? Locked on Canucks, your team every day. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. We gotta go, okay? We gotta go ASAP. Beggsy, sign us out.
0: All right, you know, another episode in the books. You know, Henry, thanks for not waking up, buddy. Any last thoughts? Okay, bud, thanks. Shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners, and this is your first time listening. Welcome to the program. Uh, you know, I, I do want to do some deep dives into Bluger, Cole, and Susie. Also do some projections for what the Canucks lineup should look like next year, according to us, because it's our show, baby. It's Locked On Canucks. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs, and that guy's Calbound, Bound. And you just heard me say it. You've been listening to Locked On Canucks.